What's good, everyone? Welcome back to My First Kicks. This is episode 134, and this week we welcome QC Kiki Cutie to the podcast. You know her as Kiki, and it's a fun one, you know, after having her on, just being able to to look through social media and see more women in sneakers. And this is just a great chance to have her on and talk about being a woman in sneakers. You know, I don't really get many women guests. And as I try to change that and I try to, you know, with the help of Jackie or sneaker vibes only, you know, anybody, especially or Keely, like, you know, anybody that I'm able to get on that is has been in the game for a long time, collected sneakers for a long time, has a great appreciation for for sneakers. It's just an honor to have them on. And Kiki has been making content on IG and she's been collecting. I, I want to say she's been collecting longer than me because I did start very early, but I think like I I wasn't like in the game until I got my first job. So I mean we talk about that. We talk her her time at all the foot stores that she worked at and just her massive collection and I definitely loved her opinion about you know women in, women in sneakers like the actual women who create sneakers because and also storytelling because you know I think that this podcast is about storytelling and you know how these brands are telling us about stories that we should know about. I just love what people think when they're being told this is the story. Like, it's just interesting because when we the way we grew up was, oh, this colorway needed needed to happen because of this team. And now we're we're getting colorways that are about a bagel. We're getting colorways, you know, about a pigeon and we're and we're getting all these other colorways. But what do they mean to us? And I think we touch on that a little bit. I definitely want to talk about it more, especially on like a kick talk with a, just like a, 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 a round table of, of guests. So listen, it's a fun episode. I'm excited for y'all to get into, into it. And I mean, shout out to the, the, the Stussy vandals. I've been wearing them this week and I just want, if you're not, if you're, if you're, if you're listening to this, you don't see the Stussy vandals behind me, but I've been wearing the Stussy vandals this week because I really just wanted to undo something when I went back to work this week, uh, because I was out for a week and these shoes are hella comfortable. I gotta say, I, mean, I might as well use, uh, a Cali term, but yes, they're hella comfortable. And I will say I forget and I forgot and I should have just asked people who are into vandals, should I've gotten a half size? But in the panic of just getting a pair of kicks, like you have to, you have to just get your size and go. I picked the size 13 and yeah, they're kind, I'm kind of like swimming in them, but I can't wait to swap out these laces for the pink laces and see. I mean, I've gotten a couple compliments, so. Yes, I do love my Stussy Vandals. But on to where you can find Kiki. You can find her on all social medias as at Q-C-Kiki, K-I-K-I, Q-D, Q-C-U-T-I-E. And 
She's also, you know, she works, uh, does IG lives. So make sure you're following her and put that, put that notification on so you can see when she goes, uh, when she goes live. And there's also a link in the description to kick it, which is her show. Um, and you know where to find me. I am who is Haas on all social medias. Follow the podcast at My First Kicks Pod. Follow the podcast on YouTube at My First Kicks. Follow the TikTok, which is at My First Kicks as well. And if you have a My First Kick story, hit me up. Tell me what your first kicks are that just mean the world to you at My First Kicks Pod at gmail.com. Or if you have any guests that you think you'd want to have on this podcast because you love this conversation, Send it to me in a DM or an email. So, on to this week's guest, QC Kiki Cutie. Hey, Kiki, welcome to the podcast. Hello, thank you for having me. Yo, this is so dope to have you on. I saw you on If the Shoe Fits, I had to think about it. If the Shoe Fits, <laughs> uh, Mr. Miller's show, and I just like hit you with the instant follow after uh, while, oh, while the you. show is going on. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, uh, for people who aren't familiar with you, how about you introduce yourself? I am um, on Instagram. I am QC Kiki Cutie. Nobody ever gets it right. I get Quickie Cutie. Nobody ever knows what it is. I'm like, it's QC because I'm from the Queen City. I'm originally from Charlotte. So that's Mm -hmm. the QC. Kiki is the nickname that I go by. um, And then I think I'm cute. So (laughs) that's how I I got my handle. Um, But I'm QC Kiki Cutie on IG. Um, yeah, I love sneakers. I just have a lot, as y'all can see, I have a lot of sneakers. Mm-hmm. I've been into sneakers for, gosh, it's 2002 now. Okay. I, I want to say, I, that's, I say 2002 because that's when I started buying them on my own. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was into them, you know, before as um, a middle schooler and all of that. But my parents were buying them. So I say 2002 because that's when I started working at Champs. And that's really when the collection started to really grow. But yeah, I'm just a chick that like kicks. That's that's it. <laughs> I mean, you you got a, a, a mass. You have amassed the following, uh, <laughs> you know, and and your reels are are really dope. I always like seeing like the the heat that you pull out. So thank you. I mean, shout out to you for for being yourself and 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 putting you know your kicks on the map, basically. That's it. That's all I do. Just be me. Y'all get to just get a taste of what I do literally every day when I come in here and get dressed. That's literally what I do. <laughs> I mean, you, I, I think the, the one that the most recently you posted the De La Soul Lowe's, which I behind you right now mm-hmm. too, like, you know, and mm-hmm. it's, it's wild how that shoe has just taking like a full 360, even, even like after, you know, cause like nobody, when those, when those drop the, the re-release of those or the re-retro, mm-hmm. would it be considered a re-retro or a re-release? Uh, I guess it'll be a re-release, but they flipped it. So I don't yeah. know how that would be because they did the high and the low and then switched it. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> I, I guess we just say a, a revamp or yeah. a, yeah, revamp. We'll a revamp. Yeah. And <laughs> And it just like, I don't know, I guess like it didn't hit. And then all of a sudden, just like all the everybody wants them now. I mean, yeah, rest in peace, so rare. rest in peace, uh, the dove, Dave, the dove. Yeah, uh, but yeah. but 
you know, I I have such a love for those shoes and I wasn't able to get the pink box pair, but like that I got those and I got the highs as well through mm-hmm. uh, sneakers, which is uh, which is nice. crazy to say. Wow, <laughs> yeah. that's rare that people yeah. actually hit on them versus like I had to get them resale <laughs> or, you know, after like I didn't get mine till years later. So. Yeah. Lucky you. <laughs> I mean, this was early sneakers. This was like when they was like, you sign on, if you hit it, you you were there like immediately. Right, right, right. Like super right. early. This is when it was invite only and only on the phone. Like, they gotcha. even, yeah, gotcha, it gotcha, was like gotcha, super gotcha. early. And I was very hyped to get those. And um, the like the spotlight, like, cause like AD Sneaks has done content on that shoe as well. And like, mm-hmm. I, I mean, it's it's funny because that's one of the shoes that went crazy on my Twitter. I posted like a little 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 mm-hmm. sh- shoe show, show uh, like a little picture of it, and then mm-hmm. it was just like 150 likes. I was like, "What? Why is this, yeah, <laughs> this yeah, is crazy?" Yeah. It's, it's it's always gonna. I feel like that's a classic. It's always gonna hit. It's always gonna be like, "Whoa!" Every mm-hmm. time you pull it out, it's always gonna hit. Always. Always, always. Oh, but you're here to answer the question that I ask everybody each week. And that question is, what's your first kicks? What's that first pair of sneakers you absolutely need to have? So I always say, because I get asked this question a lot Mm -hmm. and everybody's like, what's your the shoe that kind of made you fall in love with it? And, you know, really was like, yeah, this this is it. This is my lane. And I'm going to say the Air Flight Turbulence. Anybody that has followed me for anybody, any amount of time knows that's like the most coveted pair in my collection out of the hundreds that I have. Mm -hmm. Um, But the Damon Stoudemire, I was obsessed with him. I had the biggest crush on him. I play basketball as well. I'm retired now, but he was one of my favorite players at the time. And like I said, Uh I had the biggest crush on him and I had to have that shoe. Like he was the one doing all the promo for it. So I was like, I got to have this shoe. And when it released, it actually happened to be around like my birthday. Mm-hmm. So that weekend, my parents were like taking me and some friends to Carowinds. Like I'm from Charlotte. So we're going to Carowinds. And there used to be a mall right there in front of Carowinds. So I was like, my parents were like, all right, well, we'll go get you your shoes first. And then we'll go to Carowinds. So I knew I was about to be stunting on everybody. Yeah, you I had were. My fit already, I had my <laughs> fit already on. So I had to take, I had some feeders on. I just threw those off, put my shoes on. Mm-hmm. Um, but it also was a pair that I bought with my best friend. Her mom gave her the money as well, even though it was my birthday. Mm-hmm. She gave her the money as well, and so she also got a pair. And she passed away in 2008. Oh. So it, it's been. I'm sorry, 2018. My bad. Um, 2018. So it's it was something that I had to have. It's like our connection mm-hmm. um, because it was like one of the first pairs of shoes that we like actually bought together. So I tell people that's why it, it's always going to be the most coveted pair. Once I got it back, I just, I cried like a baby. I ain't going to lie. I, I had the OG box, the OG card, the OG paper. They're pristine. I'm just like over the moon. But that's that's the shoe I, I definitely say I would give it credit for really just kind of starting my, I guess we can call it obsession. I don't know. Love, <laughs> strong mean, yeah. passion, passion. Whatever you want to call it. <laughs> yeah. Hobby, passion. Strong, um, strong passion. This, this is the air flight turbulence, right? Yes. Okay. Okay. Cause I got a little, a little synopsis for the, for the listeners here. Um, popular, popularized by NBA hall of famer, Gary Payton, the Nike air flight turbulence sneaker is a classic for the court and the street first introduced in the nineties. The shoe is, a, the shoe is dressed in white and white with black. Oh my God. I'm over here. Flum, fumbling <laughs> white, white with black and gray accents. Mixed materials cover the upper layer 
layered and wavy overall overlays the chunky mm-hmm. sole creeps up into the midsole accented mm-hmm. with a swoosh check mark b- below a treaded outsole helps provide grip premium grip control so i've actually mm-hmm. never seen this shoe i'll be honest really oh my god yeah, yeah. that's like my baby <laughs> i have the white and black one they have a couple of different colorways but mm-hmm. i have that original white and black with that patent leather on it and i don't know it just it did something to me. It was very simple, but like I said, I think it was, it just did something to me. Um, and like I said, it's like one of my, if, if it's that, it's that pair that people like, if your house is burning down and you can only grab one mm-hmm. pair, that's going to be the pair I grab. Cause it was uh, the hardest for me to find, I think too, out of all of mine. I mean, I hate that question because <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want to. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, knock on wood. <laughs> I don't never want that to happen. No, for sure. That for oh. sure. I mean, it's tough. I mean, uh, uh, it's wild that you, I mean, sorry that you, you know, my condolences and you, you know the the fact that this shoe has has such sentimental value means so much more than say like you know somebody being like oh I just got a you know a, a pair of my grails and you're like why are oh, they your yeah, grails no. <laughs> why are they your grails because yeah, they cost so much yeah. money but like yeah that's not yeah. Nah. you know like the the idea of just like having a personal such a personal collection connection with something like mm-hmm. it means more and it can it's like that moment of just like seeing like the lights just hit it and you're like, man, this mm-hmm. shoe, you know, that's it. Yeah. That's it. And that to me, that's what makes collecting such a joy because I, everybody has different stories behind their sneakers and different, different ones in my collection have different stories. Like, Oh, I remember when I got this, it was this. And I remember when I did this and this shoe. And mm-hmm. so to me, that's, that's the, that's the passion behind it. I think versus just having a room full of shoes that might have a lot of value mm-hmm. like monetarily, but I like the story. I like the nostalgia behind the shoe, especially some of my older pairs. I'm all about nostalgia. Anybody that knows me, I'm like, I love nostalgia. Give me reach bags. Give me the 90s vibes. I'm here for it. Give me all of that. Yeah, I mean, listen, 90s, I always say 90s basketball sneakers is undefeated. I think the that, best. that they That's need to face. just, yeah, they need to just run all of them back out. Just be like, here you go. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, originally, uh, don't change yeah. nothing. Just, Give us, give us the shoe. <laughs> how it works. If if Nike was like, if Nike was like, all right, you get to go in and you get to do one collection, I'll be like, all right, nineties basketball, just run them through, boom, run it, <laughs> run it, go down from ninety on to ninety nine, run them. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so like, I mean, you said you, you did you grow up in the 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 Queen City all your life? I did. Mm-hmm. I'm born and raised in Charlotte. I'm currently in Durham, so I'm still in North Carolina. I'm a couple of hours away from Charlotte, but I am a true Charlottean. There's not many of us, but I was born and raised in Charlotte. I mean, listen, I love <laughs> Charlotte is the home of my one of my favorite groups of all time. So, you know, little brother, I love little brother. Okay. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And yeah. so <laughs> I, I have such respect for Charlie and, you know, you know, like you still, every time I hear it, you hear, uh, say it was it. Petey Pablo. You hear, I always hear Petey mm-hmm. Pablo in my head every mm-hmm. time I hear Charlie. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but what was like the sneaker scene like early on? Was it just like, was everybody on it? Was, was, yeah, it was it was it was a fun time. Mm-hmm. It was a fun time, especially like late late 90s, early 2000s, like I said, which is when I kind of really start collecting. It was really fun. Mm-hmm. At that time, I was working at East Le Mall and East Le Mall in Charlotte was the mall. Like it was the mall that you go to and stunt in your outfit and 
all the sneaker store. They had all of the major sneaker stores in that mall. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was a it was a really good time. I think people were really into sneakers in Charlotte during that time. I can't really say that we have like a like an iconic shoe, like you know mm-hmm. how like DC might have like the New Balance or mm-hmm. or Boss might have like their New Balances and stuff. And I can't think of a particular. We were just really into Jordans. I feel like it was just Jordans, Jordans I mean, and whatever else but mostly jordans that was like the biggest thing it's like getting the newest release mm-hmm. um but i feel like charlotte kind of is I, I felt it, like i felt like it would be jordan central because i mean he went to yeah, unc carolina and all yeah. that yeah so yeah. it's very jordan heavy um and i feel like with with charlotte it's a very most people that are from charlotte that are true to charlotte very simple style not very flamboyant, very simple. It was like tall tees and jeans for the guys and then your Jordans. Um, the chicks, it was whatever, some jeans and a tank top or whatever and your your kick. So it was pretty pretty simple. I kind of was different. I kind of mm-hmm. pushed the envelope. So I never really fit in, which is why pr- people probably don't think I'm from North Carolina. They're like, wait a minute, you from North Carolina? People are like, oh, I thought you were from such and such in New York. I'm like, nah, I'm from North Carolina. Oh, you were ahead of the but, game is what you say. You yeah, was ahead of the it, game. it was really very simple. And I was always trying to like push the envelope and be mm-hmm. different and try new stuff. I would make my own jeans and all kinds of crazy Damn, stuff. you make your own jeans? <laughs> oh my God. I was, I was gluing mirrors on my jeans and writing on it with the script. I was doing all kinds of stuff. Damn, <laughs> that's wild. That's Just, fire, though. Yeah. That's fire. I mean, I always had in, in my high school. There was always that, like a couple kids that were super, just like I wouldn't say eccentric, but like they mm-hmm. were just like. They would like to take the chances and make their own stuff instead of just being yeah. like, I mean, everybody's wearing, when I went to high school, everybody's wearing Echo, Sean John, like it was just same thing through the wall, through the mm-hmm. halls. So they were just yeah. like, you know what? I'm going to just, you know, make my own I'm stuff. I'm going to be different. Yeah, yeah I'm going to be different. That was me. I was that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you said you you worked at Chance, but what was your first job that, that like you were like, oh, all right. I'm gonna get some my first with this job money. was Dunkin' Donuts Baskin Robbins. Okay, it was down the street from my house, so I was slanging donuts and making <laughs> coffees and milkshakes. <laughs> <laughs> but it was fun. It was that was my first official job um, until I got hired at Champs, and I was like, "All right, I'm out, y'all." This is where I really want to work. But yeah, yeah, it, it was fun. <laughs> what was what was your process of chance like were you were you were you running every area like you were just like yo you got to get this this uh the sneaker protector yeah. you sell all the sneaker yeah, protector. yes i was that <laughs> i was that chick um i was the go-to because back then of course they don't do it anymore now but mm-hmm. they had the one two three and they would push it where you had to sell the socks the insole and the cleaners um so i i had it down to a science at champs we had the shorts so i roll my shorts up a little bit higher mm-hmm. <laughs> of course i always had fresh kicks on I always had my little lip gloss on my hair. I had hair back then, uh, believe it or not. So I always had my little fresh doobie. So mm-hmm. I had my fresh doobie with my hair kind of flowing down. And, you know, people would come in. I'm like, hey, welcome to Chance. Put my leg up on the table. And <laughs> from my insoles, I would like take, I was really good at finding the shoes. Like I knew our stock, which is why my room kind of looks like a stock room. Mm-hmm. Like it looks like a footlocker in there. But I was really good at finding the shoes. I was fast and I would like have before my shift, I would set up insoles of all sizes Mm -hmm. and I would just flip it out real quick. And when they try it on, they'd be like, oh, this feel real good. And I'd be like, well, that's because it's got an insole in it. And I would always (laughs) sell insoles that way. Always. Uh The socks were always like buy something. So that was really easy. 
Um, the protector, I would like do the little demo. I'd spray the protector on and pour mm-hmm. some water on it. Um, but I, man, you know, a couple guys, yeah, man, I used to sell, <laughs> I was selling my checks used to be really good. I'm t- I mean, I made, I think during Christmas time, I make like $1,700 on a check just from yeah. commissions and stuff, Dang you know, during that time. Yeah. And at 16, 17, that's, a, that's gay. It's good money. That's crazy. Um, that's, that's a that's, lot. You're rich yeah. on that point. So you're I like, was doing good with that. Like with the, I always did really well with that. The dudes, I'd be like, yeah, i give you my number if you buy these shoes and buy this cleaner and socks. And then i get on the walk-in and be like, hey, I'm going to be in the back. Let me know when they leave. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought you gave them like the reject hotline. You remember the reject hotline? Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> I'd just be hiding out in the back until they leave, and then look, my uh, the cashier would be like, "Yeah, they gone." I'm like, "All right, cool. I'm coming back up." <laughs> Horrible. 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 <laughs> I, could, I can't Horrible. believe that. I mean, oh, oh my god, that that took a lot out of me <laughs> because, like, uh, I've never been in that position because, like, I'd probably be so upset right now. But like, imagine yeah, just being yeah. like. Yeah, you know, I went to go pick up some fresh J's and, and I was about to I was about to back the, 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 the homegirl uh, no. home and no, she and never I came back. I done upsold you, I done upsold <laughs> yeah. you like crazy, but got you to buy all kinds of stuff and then just dipped out on you. It was horrible. <laughs> 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 they had the money. It's okay. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> the I mean, were you there for any crazy releases or you know? I'm trying to think. I honestly. <clears throat> I can't remember off the top of my head, like cra- anything crazy, just a normal line waiting at the gate. Like, but I don't, rem- I don't have any like super crazy stories um, for releases mm-hmm. that I can remember. You know, it's been a long time ago, but off the top of my head, I can't really think of anything crazy other than just, you know, people wanting to slide you money for, Hey, can you hold me this pair? I'll give you mm-hmm. this. If you hold me this pair. Um, I never backdoored any pairs. Um, I just, I just didn't. I mean, at that point, at our store, we were a bigger store. So we got a lot of sizes. So mm-hmm. I just, we didn't really have to like backdoor that much. For the most part, if you were there, you you could get it. So that's the good thing I liked about back then. If you were there and came to the store when it released, you were going to get it. Now, if you came in a couple of days later, then I came in no promises that we were still going to have it depending on what shoe it was. Mm-hmm. But we didn't really have to do any backdoor like that at all. Like, I mean, not to say none of my coworkers didn't take some money and, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know. I didn't, but I know it probably happened, but it, I don't remember anything too I mean, crazy. Any, like any job, any, every, somebody scheming. Any somebody job. doing something. Yeah. <laughs> somebody doing something. You know, uh, I mean, shoot, I worked in candy and people were scheming with candy. Like, <laughs> I worked in candy for six years, right? And then the craziest thing, the craziest scheme was we would, we would, uh, well, not we, I wasn't part of it, but I found out Mm -hmm. later and I was like, why didn't you tell me? Because that that would help me out. So what they would do is one of the dudes uh, would, I I was in charge of like ordering, ordering the candy. And then what they Mm -hmm. would do is they would see how much I was ordering, take like and be like, oh no, we need one more, and take a bag full. God and there was a pizza. Sh- there was a pizza shop, an expensive pizza shop next to us. And they would be like, yo, I'll trade you this whole bag of candy. Got you for a whole whole pie. So it's like bartering. It's a lot yeah, of bartering going on. A lot on. of bartering. Gotcha, gotcha. And so yeah, that a lot gotcha. of that that was the that was the scheme I knew. 
I don't know what else they probably did. Probably did something else. Ain't no telling. Ain't no telling. and candy. Blank and candy. Mm. Blank and candy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so you was working there in high school. So like, were you? Were, yeah. You were just like fresh to death in high school. Oh, heck uh, yeah. Heck yeah. I stayed with all the new releases. Like mm. I was known in high school as the chick still, even then back then, the chick that had a lot of sneakers because obviously I was just rotating them out. Um, especially like when we had our 50, I'd have a stack of shoes in the back with my name on top of it. Like these are Kiki's don't mess with it. When we had our 50. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, I worked, I worked for Foot Locker Inc. All through high school. So my junior year, oh, all the way up until. To, to Foot Locker? Well, it's all the same. Foot Locker Inc. Oh. I always say Foot, yeah. It's <laughs> Champs, Foot Locker, and um, Foot Action are all under mm-hmm. Foot Locker Inc. So I basically started Champs and then in college I transferred to Foot Locker, which mm-hmm. I'd like to say was an easy transfer because it's all the same company. Yeah. And then when I came home during the holidays, I would work at Foot Action back at Eastland because like I said, it was all our checks all say Foot Locker Inc. So mm-hmm. it's still if I'm in the system in one, I'm in the system in all of them. So oh. I had the same employee. No- yes, yeah, had the same employee number and everything. So I worked there from junior high school all the way all the way till I graduated college mm-hmm. so and then I finally was like yeah okay I'm, I'm, I'm done with y'all <laughs> they was like no be a manager take a store I was like no nah, no nah. I'm good I'm good <laughs> <laughs> like so I mean wh- when was your first taste of like the sneaker community and and like sneaker culture mm, that's a good question I would probably say really more recent like it's, mm-hmm. it's it, and that's surprising that I worked in the you know the stores and I was around the sneakers but I wouldn't even say then that I was technically like really super active in the community mm-hmm. I wouldn't say I really got really active until before we jump back into the episode I want to talk to you about drops and collect by soul savvy with drops and collect you are able to stay ahead of the game using drops you can enter raffles and set alerts for any and all restocks It will help you never miss another release ever again. And after you cop some fresh kicks, use Collect to manage your collection. I'm also still in the process of adding my kicks to Collect. And it, I'm telling you, it takes some time. But what's really cool about Collect is that you can also make trades with no fees if you're a current member. But don't worry. If you aren't a member, you just have to pay a flat rate of $8. Now, how do you get to these apps? All you have to do is use the link in the description of this podcast or in the link tree for this podcast. Download these apps and grow your collection by helping the podcast. That's right. Just use the links in the description and start expanding your collection today. Maybe five years ago, mm-hmm. you know, kind of really starting being like, huh, I want to connect more with people that are into sneakers as well. And then definitely during COVID, I think everybody got way more active because we were bored and didn't have anything else to do. So we mm-hmm. started connecting more through social media and doing lives and doing this and doing that. Um, and then I started going to a couple like sneaker events and sneaker shows. So, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of like introduced me and I was like, okay, th- this is cool. Cause I, I always kind of was like, to myself a little bit, I was like, most people didn't realize how many sneakers I had. They mm-hmm. knew that they see me with a lot of sneakers, like wearing different ones, but mm-hmm. nobody knew how many it was. Like, and like in college, just like my dorm room was 
full of sneakers, like stacked. I, I, I gotta hear on the walls. What, what, did you yeah, come in? Did so. you come in with like five pairs and then it just like ballooned? Oh no, I had a car full because I'd already had them. You gotta think I'd yeah. start buying in high school. So mm-hmm. when I like moved to college, my dad of course helped me move, and my mom. Um, but my dad's van at the time had like all my my clothes and just like you know a little random stuff, tubs and random mm-hmm. stuff you take to college. My car was full of sneakers. My trunk was full of sneakers. My back seat was full of sneakers. The front seat, it was literally just sneakers stacked up everywhere. Because they're like, why do you have to take so many? I was like, <laughs> I need options. Like, I can't limit this to 10 to 15. No, no, no. Because no, I go crazy. I need to have options and not if I would rotate. So sometimes if I come home <laughs> on the weekend, I would kind of like rotate five to 10 out so I can kind of keep fresh pairs. And of yeah. course, I was still buying pairs because I worked at Foot Locker so oh while you're at school yeah. too yeah it, it was a lot it, it was crazy it was crazy <laughs> well, crazy I mean were you able to like what was like the perception for you for you to have you know being you know at 365 days every year just every semester you out there fresh to death fresh, like, fresh what, to death. what was it what was it like like was people stopping you Yeah, it was funny because I started this thing on campus Mm -hmm. my sophomore year. Um, And I was doing it my freshman year. I always was dread like they were like, who's this freshman that's always looking cute to go to class? You know, in college, you look like a bum when you go into class. You just throw on a hoodie and some slides and go Mm -hmm. to class. Yeah. My freshman year, I was looking cute every day. Like I'm a freshman, like I'm looking cute. Um, And then, of course, you know, you get older as upclass, you realize, yeah, nah, I was waking up. (laughs) Five minutes before class start, I'm not about to sit here and be trying to be cute. So what mm-hmm. I did was I did Fresh Fridays. So every Friday, everybody knew on campus, Kiki gonna have on something. She gonna be fresh. I might be fresh a couple other days too, but Friday is guaranteed. I'm yeah. gonna be fresh <laughs> on Friday. You did so opposite yeah, casual was, Friday. You were like, yeah, I was fresh Friday. <laughs> I was fresh. You ain't know if you was gonna get heels or some crazy sneakers, something. I was gonna be fresh mm-hmm. though. So I've always kind of been known. For that you gonna you gonna get some shoes you're gonna get something you're gonna get some styling even in, in high school same thing it was on game day playing basketball i wore heels mm-hmm. to class um that day on game day so i was always like i didn't hurt your feet for the game no nah. because my thing was uh, my you, thing was you my, build different <laughs> yeah my <laughs> thing was like i wanted to be and i would like change back into my cute outfit after mm-hmm. the game so i would shower and miss like half the boys game because i'm showering getting back cute and walking out like all right after i didn't score my 20 points like all right cool cool, cool. <laughs> <laughs> because I, the, then the perception was if you played basketball you didn't like guys so right. i was like fighting that i'm like no no i'm very girly very feminine. I just happened to hoop too. So I was like, I just, to happen, fight. I just happened to put 40 on the board. Don't worry yeah, about it. I, just, I can't hoop, but I, I was fighting that stigma. Like, no, no, no. I'm very girly. I like boys. No. <laughs> so that was a lot of that too. Well, I mean, I mean, definitely talk about that. I don't, uh, you know, I, I don't know a lot of women hoopers or women in basketball. Mm-hmm. So just like what, like I had, I've had, uh, Tubby on so it's like she was telling me you know she she went to a, I think she went to a, she said D2 or D1 school like what what, mm-hmm. what what division were you in and like what what was it like just like battling being that perception of you well it started in high school because I like did of course I started playing when I was young like church leagues and stuff I've been playing mm-hmm. basketball since I was like six 
Mm-hmm. Um, and it kind of like caught and my dad realized, hey, you kind of good. Now, mind you, I have two two brothers, but I'm the athlete. So, I mean, he had a, these boys and then he had me and I was the one that was the athlete. So mm-hmm. he was like, hey, you're kind of good at this. So we were, <laughs> I'm going to invest some time in you and some money into you doing this. Um, but high school is when I really kind of realized, wow, there's like this perception that if you are a chick and you play basketball, that you are just automatically a lesbian. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, that's not the case. Not all of us. Like, mm-hmm. but that's the perception. So you just fight this whole thing of you're just like super hard. Yes, I am a tomboy. Um, but I call myself like a cute tomboy because I can be very girly even in my tomboyishnessness. Mm-hmm. Um, so just like fighting that and then the same thing with college. So I went to Wake Forest. Um, oh, excuse me. And <laughs> <laughs> so I, well, I, I, the, I tried to walk on my freshman year uh-huh. um, and I, it, it lasted for a little bit, but there was some conflict between the coach and the star player at the time. Cause it was very, it was very love and basketball ish. I don't know if you've seen love and basketball. Course, where it's yeah. like, oh, I'm going to take your spot. It was very mm-hmm. that it was given much that like, I'm like, yeah, I am trying to take your spot. That's exactly what I'm trying to do. And I mean, it's fair game, you know? Um, so I I was on the team for a hot set and that that was very short-lived. Um, but I did play like intramurals and all of that all through college, which was really fun because um, mm-hmm. our team was really good and we got to play other schools. So it was, it was still fun and I got to play. So, you know, a little bit of resentment because I wish I would have played, but I got a hot second in for a little bit. So <laughs> I'll take what I can get. I'll take what I can get. But same thing with that. It's that persona of you're very tomboyish. You, you know, you don't like guys. And it's like, no, I'm not that. I'm I'm not that at all. No. You're like, nah, I'm going to pull out these heels real quick. I'm going to pull something <laughs> cute out on you. I'll put my little tight jeans on. Like, nah, uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> the, I mean, the, it's so like, Look, I mean, I played, obviously I played, I mean, I played a lot of ball too as well, but I didn't get as far as you, but the one thing that I did take from it is the, just that, that like, is it like the will to win or like the, you have to win? Uh, what am I trying to think? What's the, the term of it? But I think that it's like, I can't lose the, the I hate, I'm a, mm-hmm. not like I'm like a sore loser, but I, if you I hate lose, losing. yeah, you hate hate losing. Losing. nobody yeah. likes losing. Yeah. No. Did that transfer over to sneakers? Like when you weren't able to, to, to cop kicks or like, was it like, were you competitive? That's what I'm looking at. Were, did you have mm-hmm. a competitive nature that it and did it transfer over to sneakers? You know, I don't think so because I'm very on the court. I have a totally different persona. Like I'm a totally different person. Um, but I think with sneakers, I've always been very patient because I've always felt like if it's for me, it's going to come to me. So I'm that patient sneakerhead. Like I'm not the one I don't take L's super, super, super hard because I'm like, it's OK, I'll get it eventually. And I'm very patient. So I'll wait a sneaker out years. Like I know I want a sneaker and it might have came out and I didn't cop it for retail. But I'm like, I'm definitely not paying resale. So I usually just wait it out until people get tired of it, forget about it. The price drops. And then I pounce on it and mm-hmm. then I can bring it out and people are like, oh, shoot, I forgot about those. I used to have those. Mm-hmm. And now it's almost like fresh all over again because it's out of sight, out of mind, because I don't not, like necessarily wearing things when they're hot and mm-hmm. hype. 
Like I may get a new release, but I might sit on it for months before I actually wear it because yeah. I don't want to look like everybody else and mm-hmm. have the same shoe and post the same. We're all posting the same shoe. OK, yeah, we know we all got it. But, you know, so I'm very patient. I'm, I mean, I will wait years. Like I just bought a pair last week that I have been looking for probably for about five years. Mm-hmm. So I'm well, super patient. What are those? <laughs> I can't tell you. Like, y'all gotta watch the show. I got this show called Reachbacks on IG that I do with one of my my brothers. Uh-huh. Uh, it's called Reachbacks. It's on IG. I usually always tell about it, but I'm trying to keep it a secret because everybody that follows me has been. I've been talking about this shoe a lot because mm-hmm. I've been wanting it. Every time somebody asks me what shoe I'm looking for, it's always mentioned, and I finally got it. So y'all gonna be surprised. It's a surprise. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> you, gotta, there you, go. you gotta tune in, little mate. You gotta tune in. <laughs> gotta gotta, in gotta get those is. viewers. Gotta get those. Gotta viewers. get. It's very <laughs> rare. It's a very rare shoe. A lot of mm-hmm. people may not have ever seen it, but it's super rare. It'll never be retro. It'll never be re-released ever. So. I mean, I'll be tuning in. I'm gonna definitely. Yeah. I'm gonna definitely check it check out. Check it out. The, check it out. Uh, the the. I mean, we talked about you know like winning and losing and mm-hmm. the what was it like just being where did you consider yourself a sneakerhead while you were collecting because i know you said that you weren't you weren't you didn't like find the community until five years ago but like were, mm-hmm. along this whole entire time you have been collecting but like mm-hmm. were you being mm-hmm. like yeah i'm a sneakerhead or like did that term mean something else to you during that time I, th- I thought I was. I definitely thought I was. I knew, you know, my parents definitely thought I was too because every time they asked me what I wanted, it was always sneakers. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought I was. I just never really, I wasn't very vocal with it. Like you said, I've been collecting for a long time. So when I did pop onto the scene, you know, being more active in the community, it was funny because for one, I look younger than I really am, which is a blessing. Um, same here, same so here. people are always like, who is this little young chick coming on to the scene mm-hmm. and not realizing like, no, I've probably been collecting longer than you. I just was like chilling. Like I wasn't on like Nike talk and I, I wasn't in a lot of that, you know, early on when it started off. Cause I was just in my own little world, you mm-hmm. know, doing what I do. But so a lot of people were just like, who is this? And she's new. And that I'm like, no, I'm not new. <laughs> I'm far from new. Been yeah. doing this for a long time. I'm just new to y'all. Mm-hmm. But I'm not new to to being a sneakerhead. But yeah, I, I consider myself a sneakerhead. I know some people like different terms, mm-hmm. whatever. Collector, I definitely collect. I am a collector as well, especially since I have, you know, older pairs. I definitely like collecting and keeping it. Um, even pairs that are crumbled, I still have because mm-hmm. of the nostalgia, the keepsake. So I definitely consider myself a collector as well. But, you know, whatever you want to call it, sneakerhead, sneaker collector, I don't, whatever, sneaker kind of, whatever. I'm all of it. I'm a, uh, but I, I did like think using, I was a sneakerhead. I like using sneaker enthusiast, but. That too. Yeah, yeah. that was sneaker enthusiast. <laughs> I'm all of that. Give me yeah. all of that. Give me all of it. The, I mean. <laughs> You know, normally I don't be like, you know, what what is it like being a woman in, into sneakers? But the, you know, with the and I, I keep staring at the Tiana Taylors behind you. So the box. <laughs> so, you know, you know, we have had, you know, a, a couple. I want to say a couple, but I feel like it's more. But there are s- several women who have, have the opportunity to to create sneakers. Right. You know, Tiana mm-hmm, Taylor is one mm-hmm. of them. Uh Vashti, Vashti, mm-hmm. is it Vashti? Yep, right? Vashti, yeah, 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 Vashti, Vashti Melody um, Asani, yeah, Melody Asani, yeah, mm-hmm. Beyonce, um, yeah. 
and and now it's like you know now now we're getting more women based sneak like directed towards women before it was just you know painted pink and here you go yeah you know? yeah, what, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> since you've been collecting for so long and and i'm just very curious of like what has been your your take on on or your thoughts on just like you know you've seen how women's sneakers has evolved and mm-hmm, and you've also mm-hmm. seen women get into sneakers and mm-hmm. create their lanes and stuff like that mm-hmm. but like what what is it what is it like to you to see that it's been interesting it's been very interesting it's got it's a exciting um and sometimes it can be a little disheartening it's exciting because now I feel like a lot of women that have been collecting for a long time that were wearing sneakers in the 90s, early 2000s and on, it's, I wouldn't say we hit it, but it wasn't necessarily popular Mm -hmm. to be a woman and have hundreds of shoes. It wasn't like, that's not really that cool. That's not really ladylike. That's weird, you know? So, Mm -hmm. and even to this day, I get it sometimes where that's weird, where people think, you know, they're like, well, do you, you always wear sneakers? The all you wear? That's, ooh, that's not ladylike. That's not sexy. Mm-hmm. So I still get that to this day, even with it being more popular for women to be into sneakers. I still get that all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so the exciting part is, is that now we can kind of be out in the open with it. Like we can just be like, no, we have sneakers as well. We probably have more than you do. We just didn't know it. We weren't as out in the open with it. So that's the exciting part. The downside of it and the disheartening part of it, it can get a little watered down because mm-hmm. right now it's a fad. So a lot of these brands and companies are taking advantage of that. A woman into sneakers is popular right now. It's marketable. It's mm-hmm. campaign-ish. You know what I mean? So it kind of waters it down a little bit when you get um, some of the women that aren't really into the community and really know much about sneakers and fresh into it, but they just know how to make really good content. And so mm-hmm. now they've popped off, but You know what I'm saying? They don't, they're not really in it. You know, there's not that same passion for it. Mm -hmm. So that's where I get a little murky and watered down. And it's never like any hate or anything, but you do want to see people that have been into it for a long time where you can tell they're really passionate about it. They know the history of sneakers. They know the names of sneakers versus, well, it's just really cute. And I liked it with my outfit. Mm -hmm. So it can get a little tricky at that point where it's like somebody like me that's obviously knows the names and you know who wore them and this and that and it's like it's cute i don't remember the name of it it's like oh. <laughs> kind of kills me a little bit so it, it's it's good and bad it's good and bad so yeah. it's, it's definitely opened up a lane for me you know um for people like me that create content around sneakers to be able to like grow and so i mean it, like i said it, it's good it's mm-hmm. good overall it's good it's just i don't like when it gets a little watered down and really just commercial you know and it kind of takes the the passion out of it i don't really like that too much no yeah i i mean i mean not to hate on ama Manir, but like i feel like you know ama Manir started so strong and mm-hmm. and i think that their their focus is too much story oriented you know mm-hmm. like for for it to actually make an an impact right and so mm-hmm. like i think that just drew like like it, it expands to every because they're trying so hard, like so hard to be mm-hmm. like, you know, this shoe means mm-hmm. this and I need mm-hmm. you to do this so that we can do this together. And we're just like, we're, so, so you feel like it's like they're trying too hard. Basically, yeah, I think that's trying like, too hard. And I feel like it's getting watered down a little bit, too. Right. It's, so a, it's, it's a combination. Definitely a mix of that. You know, I mean, 
growing up, like we both grow, we both know was just like, you know, we just want a sneaker that's like a, a, somebody on the court wore. Like we don't need it to be mm-hmm. like the next yeah. thing to stop the next, like a Super civil war. Deep and, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel you. Which can be nice. But like you said, I think it's just all in how you do it and not trying too hard. And I tell people that even with creating the content that they, that they create don't try too hard because like you're picking up on it you feel like they're just trying too hard to push a certain thing and you're feeling it as a consumer mm-hmm. and I tell people that all the time like people can feel when you're trying too hard and when you're like doing too much and you're kind of getting away from what was genuine to you mm-hmm. people feel it so I always tell people you know be genuine to who you are and like don't try too hard just be you and yeah. that's good enough like that's good enough <laughs> I I mean content creation is such a like I it tires me out because like I feel like I've seen too much of the same stuff and then that and then mm-hmm. when I try to get creative with my stuff or like mm-hmm. try to you know try to push this podcast and stuff like that it, mm-hmm. it just it, it feels like oh I'm just trying to do what they're doing I just not not doing it as consistent as them and I'm just like mm-hmm. I don't want to do this anymore <laughs> like no. <laughs> I, I can feel that I can yeah. understand that and I hear people say that but it's just like you know keep doing what you're doing how you do it because even if it's like we may be doing the same thing so obviously there are tons of people that have sneaker podcasts clearly it's not like you invented it Mm-hmm. but you still have your niche to it. It still has mm-hmm. your kind of stamp on it. It's still yours. So it's still, you can create your own lane and doing that. So it's like, still do it. Still push oh, no, it. I'm not, I'm not talking about that. Yeah. I'm talking, the podcast, yeah. we, 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 hundred, <laughs> we 133 episodes deep. Like we, 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 so you yeah. like somewhere. Yeah, yeah. But we you know, but it's like, I get though, it can feel yeah. like you're kind of like doing the same thing and get tired of seeing the same thing. And that's why I try to like, push the envelope as much as possible but be me and I think that's but that's natural to me to like mm-hmm. not fit in that's always been my thing yeah. so it's not really out of my norm to not fit in and to pull shoes that aren't popular or that haven't been worn like y'all haven't seen since 2005 you know mm-hmm. I'm gonna pull that sneaker out y'all gonna be like what the world like where'd she get this from and why why is she pulling this out when she could definitely pull out you know it's like you know, I like what? to be different and push it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's that's the thing. I think that the and I've said this over and over on here, you know, the one thing that's currently lost in this game that we're in now that is that people don't want to be different anymore. And mm-hmm. I think I think it's like, yeah. you know, I, I said this on Twitter about like the game has become a lot more about relevancy and I've never cared about relevancy because it wasn't about being irrelevant. Even when I was collecting yeah. sneakers, like when I first got my first job in 2008, no, 2006. And, and I was just like, all right, first pair, I'm a rock these. And I was getting like, I bought a pair that was sitting on a website on skate park of Tampa. It was a Nike SB khakis. I bought those mm-hmm. and people were telling me like, yo, I can't believe you got those. And I was just like, mm. I was just like, what? And nobody else was wearing them. Everybody else is like, you know, wear regular sneakers. Like this is when be- being like a, like being into stuff, it was being, mm-hmm. uh, be, you're basically a nerd. If you're into games, you're mm-hmm. a nerd. You're into sneakers, you're a nerd. You're into comics, you're a nerd. And now it's all, all that stuff is mainstream. And it, and it, yes. and it's instantly, once that happens, instantly people just start knocking you and start, or start trying to take it away from you. And that's what, yeah, yeah. you know, uniqueness is taken away, from, uh, you know, once this yep. started coming into the mainstream, you know? So yep. it's really cool that you're able to still be, you know, yourself with it, especially 
like a shout out to everybody who's listening and has older pairs that just break them out, you know, because mm-hmm. you shouldn't be discouraged to to feel like, all right. Oh, I don't have the newest stuff. Like, man, right. fuck who the cares? newest stuff. Yeah. Who cares? I don't even want the newer stuff. <laughs> like, who cares? Where would you got? Love your collection for what it is. And it's mm-hmm. your collection. Not supposed to necessarily look like. That's the thing. Everybody feels like the collection should be very cookie cutter. Mm-hmm. It's like, if you don't have this shoe, this shoe, this shoe, and this shoe, and this shoe, you're not a real sneakerhead. You're mm-hmm. not really, you know, like you said, you're not relevant, which you, you hit it right on the head. It's all about being relevant. And how many likes you can get and this and that and, and, and you know, that that's what everybody's chasing versus just mm-hmm. being authentic to yourself and you like it because you like it. Like I said, people were like, why would you buy those those SBs? You're like, because I like them. That's why I bought them. Yeah, like, exactly. I've, I've never cared what was popular or what was in or not. I could care less. Like I have people comment like, oh, those are trash. I'd be like, thank you for commenting. Mm hmm. I mean, I don't know what you want me to say. Oh my God, I'm going to take them back. I'm going to throw them away. I'm going to get rid of them because this one person thinks this shoe is trash. Like, they really be like, I never liked those. I'm like, okay, well, that's, I'm glad you don't have them in your collection. Great. <laughs> I mean, the, the, uh, they don't know, like, because I guess the, 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 ha- the high school hallways are different now, right? I feel like that's like the biggest this, but I remember, you know, dudes are trying to, oh, you got new kicks on? They're trying to step on them. They're not trying to, you know, like, <laughs> hey. Hey, 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 hell hey. yeah. You've been hating on my sneakers. <laughs> like, you know, that, that that now it's like, what? Oh, you got how you don't got pandas, man. You got to have pandas in your collection. Like, man, oh, get out of here. <laughs> I do not have them. Only pandas y'all going to get out of me is the them right there. The UNO pandas, the mm-hmm. real panda. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I, y'all, I'm sorry. No offense to anybody that has panda dunks, loves them, rocks them. Y'all cannot pay me to buy a pair of those. <laughs> I mean, the only pair, I, and I've made a video about this, is I have the the staple uh, pigeon pandas. Those that's are, different. That's, that's, a, yeah. a, that's a different. That's a different pair. You got the staple joints. I got the UNO. Those are different. <laughs> that's different than the actual just that white and black just panda that everybody has on that you yeah. see everywhere, <laughs> every day, every day. Uh-uh. Can't do it. I mean, listen, watch because I'm gonna be like, I, I see. The one thing, and I mean, not to go on a tangent about the pandas, but the one thing was I bought a pair of that, like the, when they did the, all the school colorway dunk, uh, dunks, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I bought a pair of, I got, I, I hit on sneakers for the Michigan pair. And mm-hmm. when I got them in, I wore them maybe like a month after or whatever, and I put them on. And obviously nobody's wearing those because it's, it's not, it's not the the colors that people are just like, oh my God, you know? Mm-hmm. So. I, I put those on and I realized that these were the most cheaply made dunks I've ever put on my feet. And so that I'm, part. I'm like, <laughs> why, why would I buy a shoe that it's like, it felt like $20. It felt like DSW had it was these. Like plastic. <laughs> yeah. It was like plastic. And it's like, it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't look like the, like if you put them side by side with like SB, like you can see the toe, oh. the toe box and it's like totally different. I'm just like, this is totally not it. different. Yeah. Even dunks that were made, and all the way up until I say the mid 2000s, I give it about that point that weren't as these were still made really good because I mm-hmm. have some. Oh, yeah. That were made, you know, 14, 15, you, you know, remember when, that were really good. You remember the journeys like when journeys was dropping a bunch of dunks mm-hmm. and those dunks. Yep. I mean, those are undefeated. Quality. Yeah, they're good quality. But these new ones, I think that's why I'm so against it, because I'm not paying a hundred and nothing dollars for I have one pair of newer dunks and they feel like plastic. And I was like. Yeah, no, I can't do it. I was like, I think I got the uh, which one? 
It's the Knicks ones, the high oh, ones. Oh, yeah. I've been and so that's close to they buying were on those. Sale. Yeah. They were on sale. And so I was like, oh, okay. And then I'm like, these feel like plastic. It's like a Barbie shoe. I was like, no. <laughs> so I'm always giving them the, the Lakers joints. All these new, I'm staying away from them because mm-hmm. I know they're going to be, I'm going to be pissed because the quality is just like horrible. If it's not an SB dunk these days, your quality is going to be horrible yeah it's straight it's straight doo-doo <laughs> it's I, horrible i'm very curious were you able to like do like overnights or lineups like we're i mean you worked in the business yeah, you worked in the business so. i didn't have to yeah so that's, the, that's the good thing about during that era in time i worked there so i mm-hmm. didn't have to do that which was kind of like i i hear the experience so it's kind of like a catch-22 because i knew i could get a pair and i didn't have to go with it but it sounded like it was such an experience and such a time to like bond with people and make friends and y'all would camp out together so i missed that whole camp out experience because i was actually waking up and probably doing the release you know working mm-hmm. the release so working i did it. not get to do the whole camp out thing so i missed that era <laughs> i mean you didn't miss much i would tell you <laughs> <laughs> being freezing cold and sleeping on the floor and i feel like when i finally did it it was too late for me like i was like i was like man i gotta go to work in the night like i took a day off yeah. for, for this like i was it was too late for me like i needed to be like a kid like like yeah eight, you need 18, to be like 16 yeah. 16 7 and 18 to be able to like really thug that out no mm-hmm. like during that time i would do the 6 a.m. make the line like four or five mm-hmm. six a.m. make the line mm-hmm. and that was like the most i would do i would i couldn't do the overnights because i i didn't want my mom yelling at me and be like no nah, <laughs> you sleeping in the street what are you homeless like yeah, nah, I don't like, want nah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah that's another thing i don't think my dad would have allowed that even if i wanted to no. i don't think he would allow me to do that like uh no, <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah I, I mean i don't know how i like i mean since since you're 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 in north carolina so like what is the sneaker scene now in north carolina because i don't like do you guys have boutique shops that are opening up or we do yeah. we do have boutiques and stuff i think that they're all i, I would definitely say i think it's the same everywhere because mm-hmm. most of what we do now is all online So even though we have the boutiques that are popping up, like I try to go and build relationships with those smaller stores, just even if I don't go in there to like buy anything that day, if I see one open up, I go in there just to check it out, Mm -hmm. just to chop it up with them. And I guess that's just because that's the time that I came around in. So it's always refreshing when I see a a smaller boutique pop up. So I go in and just chop it up with them and I'm like, oh my God, you're so cool and blah, 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 you know, making friends and networking. I'm like, hey, if you get this shoe in, hit me up. Cause I'm looking for X, Y, and Z. If you mm-hmm. get it in, let me know. This is my size. So just trying to build a rapport, but I think it's the same everywhere right now, to be quite honest. I think it's all about being online. If you can, if you got to connect, trying to fight bots, trying to fight resellers. I, mm-hmm. I think it's the same pretty much everywhere. I think all of the cities pretty much have a couple of boutiques here and there. You have your main chain stores, but pretty much everything is online. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's, majority of what we do is we're here on this and that and on the computer and this and having an ipad trying to see enter this raffle enter that raffle so it seems it's all just online it's Mm -hmm. like not a lot of in-person interaction anymore no yeah i mean i went to i i talk about it in last week's episode but i went to because i mean we know there's a ton of consignment shops popping up every every Mm -hmm. there i don't know if you have like 
over here over here in new york it's every week we get a new weed shop <laughs> so <laughs> yeah because it's legal there now yeah, so, so last time i visited i was yeah. like wow whoa 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 <laughs> every block every block is like Everywhere. one or two i'm like what is Whole going on lights, green yeah. neons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh there was a moment like right after the pandemic or like towards the tail end of pandemic it was like new resale shop here new resale shop here 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 Mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. and so you know i i went to this one called district one i don't know if you've been and and it's like i might have heard of it yeah because they're 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 really good at social media so like you know they'll do like steals and stuff like that on on their page and stuff uh and you can go there they'll do like they'll do they they trying to bring back campouts but for resale yeah. for resale interesting so they'll give okay. you like a steal like if you're the first one if you if you camp out uh and you're the first one in line you get you get a shoe for a dollar you get like a you Whoa. Get, yeah you get like a good release shoe for a dollar okay, something like, I like that, that. That's yeah cool. uh but so i went there and and i think that they're starting to bring like a community around it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, so like, mm-hmm. I'm very curious to see like, if that's going to be the new way of like, more people are going to be like, you know what, we're going to do cool stuff around, you know, that's, they should. so yeah. I like that. Mm-hmm. I really like that. I really like that. Like I said, I'm trying to get more into like the events and stuff now, um, even with potentially hosting Same a here. couple events, mm-hmm. you know? So I'm like, I, I really would love to see that come back. It's just like, to me, that stuff, the heart of it and it's i don't know i just that's the community when we say sneaker community that's what i think of now i don't think there is a community i just don't Same. feel it it's just mm-hmm. we buy shoes we hope we get it we might have to pay resale and then we post it on social media and that's it so to me it doesn't feel so like community like it did before so just trying to get that feel back so i love to hear stuff like that i love that they're trying to do something to kind of bring it back to where we can interact with actually interact with each other instead mm-hmm. of just fighting each other online to try to get the same shoe. Yeah. Now we <laughs> now we actually got to talk to each other because I went yeah, there and nobody talk talked to, to me. No, but not even no! one person. <laughs> not oh, even no! one person talked to me. I went there with Jesus. my friend. And so like the, the that's what was fun about like doing the rounds to, at the boutiques like back in the day because you could just go mm-hmm. there you talk to the you talk to the, the, yeah, the workers there yeah, yeah you you just talk, talk about that stuff then somebody else comes in ask about a shoe and then you'll be like oh yo this Talking, is nice yeah, and then, yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah. how it used to be so yeah that's but, how it used to be as we are at the end of the podcast i have one last question to ask you um mm-hmm. and that is well i want you to visualize this right so okay all right. I want you to think about that moment when you got your air flight turbulences, right? And mm-hmm. it's your little you, right? But mm-hmm. you're <laughs> now, but you're you get to go back in time, and you're standing behind yourself right before you're about to mm-hmm. open that box. What would you tell yourself? Do not beat these. <laughs> you don't have to wear these all the time and beat them to death mm-hmm. because you're gonna have a hard time trying to get these back as an adult so please take care of them <laughs> because when i say i dogged them i i wore them they stay nice and i started hooping in them and then i started playing outside in them it just take care of them <laughs> that, that would be for a lot of the shoes that i think i got around that time like because i had to fight to try to get them back like oh my god i would love to have those back now mm. which i'm sure we all have pairs like that we're like dog I would kill to have that shoe. Like, I don't know where it is. My mom probably threw it away. 
but take care of it. That that would definitely be what I would tell her. Cherish this shoe because obviously then I didn't know that my best friend wouldn't be with me. You you think automatically we're going to grow old together. Mm-hmm. And it's like, cherish this moment, cherish this shoe. And yeah, that's what I would tell her. Yeah. Perfectly said. Shout out <laughs> to you. Thank you so much for jumping on this episode, Kiki. Thank you for having me. And for everybody out there, you know what we say each week, wear your kicks. Yes. Peace.